down, 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 Baz. Power Hour Episode 5. Eight is here now. It's your host, Baz. We are gonna start the show now. Power Hour. Yeah, that was that was the intro. I'm gonna start doing it in a singing voice and then I'm gonna stop. Okay, folks. Hello. Hi. We're here now. Welcome back to the Down Baz Power Hour. As I said during the little song, I'm your host, William Bazone. Everybody calls me Baz. It's episode 58 today. First one of December. It's the first day of December. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. That really was not very well done. But anyways, who cares? It's my show. It's unscripted. It talks about my life, things that happen in the world, things that I observe, all that fun and great stuff. If you're new here, as always, welcome. You're returning. Welcome back. Um, Links to everything of mine uh, is down in the description. Uh, That includes my personal Instagram, my podcast Instagram. Make sure you keep up with that because eagle-eyed viewers who follow the account would have known there was no episode last week. I was the only one who liked it. Real. And uh, then you can check out my Twitter, which is now the uh, the genesis of um, uh, a lot of the jokes on here and a lot of the things that I uh, observe in the world as well. And uh, there's also my YouTube channel. I was a Z-list YouTuber at one point. Yes, that is my claim to fame. And yes, that will be on my tombstone when I die. So if you want to see some of my more scripted stuff, more analytical stuff, Go there and check it out. But now, with all that out of the way, we'll get into the show. So, uh, last week, I was traveling, um, so I could not do an episode, and I didn't want to bring all my gear, uh, because I had a lot of other stuff to bring. But uh, for those of you guys who weren't keeping up with my life, I went to South Carolina for Thanksgiving. So my brother goes to school at the University of South Carolina, So we kind of just made uh, Columbia, South Carolina, uh, our home for the week. Um, So it was uh, it was an interesting week. Definitely some some cool moments, some uh, some some not as cool moments, um, but nonetheless still a good time. So we'll kind of go in order here. So um, Friday, I flew there, uh, and the flight was kind of chaotic. You know you know what I hate about airline travel. So first of all, I didn't realize I was going to be on a regional jet. So, you know, like the, the two-seaters and the, the tiny uh, overhead bins and all that stuff. I was not expecting that. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting here and, um, and I'm just thinking, oh, it'll be a pretty quiet flight. It's like 7 o'clock. Nobody's going to be doing anything. But, but boy, was I wrong. It was a full flight. And, and to make matters worse, um, you know... Everybody decided it would be a great idea to have their overhead lights on. You know, I think the the girl in front of me looked like she was in college. She was, like, hard at work on something. Her light was on. Her laptop was on. And I was like, damn. And then, to to make things even better, um, the guy next to me turns on his light. And I I was just like, come on, man. I just want to get a little sleep. It's been a week. I just need need a little rest, and uh, I can't even get that. So the flight there was interesting, and then I had an uh, interesting Uber ride. Um, I will say that both the Uber drivers I had, uh, 
from the Columbia Airport and from O'Hare were probably some of the best Uber drivers I've had um, probably in a while. I can't really say the last time I've had like a good quality Uber or Uber conversation. I think the best one has to be um, two years ago I was going to the airport and some guy was dating like the granddaughter of like the Bengals owner and we had a conversation about football. That was probably the best one. But besides that, that was a pretty cool Uber experience. So yeah, you know, we, um, and we get there, it's late. I was the first one to the house because, um, you know, my parents were flying in from or to Charleston and then they were driving up and it's like two hours. So, um, yeah, they were, they were there a little later. And then Saturday was probably like the craziest day of the week. Um, it's really interesting because in my entire college career, it's crazy that I've never been to a college football game, right? Like that's kind of the tradition. It's like, oh, if you go to a school with, with college football, you know, you're at the game every week, you know, you go, there's the traditions and, and all this stuff, even for, for basketball, at least it's like kind of an exciting atmosphere or there's like some kind of festivities before it, but not here. Not at all, especially not when you're working. Not when you're working in media, you can't really, you know, pre-game a game or or get rip roaring drunk or anything like that. Not that I do to begin with, but um, you know, uh, that was just an interesting thing to pick up on. Uh, was just the culture there and and everything about it. So you know, for the the pre-game, uh, we go to like a, a tailgate. It's like my mom's friend from high school. Like, my dad and my brothers and I, we don't know fucking anybody there. Like, it's just like, we all kind of stick to ourselves and and kind of, um, you know, do our thing. And, of course, keep in mind, game starts at 7.30, and uh, we're there by 3.30. So, basically, for about four hours, we're just drinking and eating and, and all this stuff um, all, all, before, um, all before we go and do all this crazy stuff. Like watching SEC football, um, so yeah. So the tailgate was fine. It's whatever. I mean, it, obviously the game was like a million times more fun, um, but um, yeah. I think the I think the biggest highlight had to be. It was probably the most bizarre encounter. Was so earlier in the day, I was supposed to meet. So one of my like. Somebody I knew from Dallas, right? Like, we went to, like, middle school together. She was kind of like my seventh grade girlfriend. It was probably not, like, a real relationship, but she was super cool. Um, And we were very similar, so we kind of just stood by each other. Um, We were supposed to meet for coffee that morning, and I thought she had stood me up because I I thought we were meeting this this Saturday. And, um, you know, I'm, like, sitting in a coffee shop for, like, a half hour. We were supposed to meet at 10. She didn't show up. And I just had, I was just like, all right, whatever. She's not going to show up. And she's like, oh my God, I feel really bad. Are you going to be at the, you know, the, the tailgate today? And I was like, yeah. So we linked up and I had, I literally have not seen this, this person in about eight years. So it was like, like literally eight years. So it was like, holy crap. Like, you know, we picked it up like, wait, nothing had ever happened. So that was pretty cool and a good time. And, um, yeah, um, pretty cool. But the SEC football experience, let me tell you, that was, um, that was something. Um, I was screaming the whole night. I was on my feet. I was cheering. It was a, a loud environment, exciting. 
Um, their marching band was really good, and being a band kid in my youth, uh, I have some respect for that. Um, and yeah, just an exciting game. And South Carolina won. So that makes it even more fun and exciting. So yeah, overall, I would give the SEC football experience a 10, but I'm sure if I'm having to go to games every weekend or I've got to do this or i got to do that, it might not be as fun, but I think a once-in-a-while kind of thing or like you go to one game a year, it's pretty cool. You appreciate it more when you do it once in a while rather than every week. I think that's kind of the same with like going to a Browns game, right? It's like, you know, you go every week, you know, and we had season tickets like when they were shitty. Um, but like after a while, you're like, well, you know, and of course it didn't help. They were really bad. Um, so, yeah, it just I think you appreciate it more when you do it once in a while rather than like, you know, you go every week. That's just my opinion. Sunday was pretty chill. Uh, so was Monday. I guess the business trip for sports kind of continued. Uh, that night, we had gotten an early dinner, and then we went to go watch the South Carolina women's basketball team uh, play. They're the number one team in the country, and let me tell you, watching them, in comparison with Loyola's women's basketball, it was an insanely different game. They're very talented. It was just an exciting game to watch, even though they won by, like, fucking 50. Um... You know, it's just, it's cool to be there and it's cool to kind of see how they run an offense and how they play defense and just how, you know, how much of a different game it is once you get to the SEC and once you get to a school that's known for uh, women's basketball. So, yeah, uh, that was also really cool. So, nothing really happened Sunday, like I said. Monday was also kind of, kind of chill. Tuesday, uh, we went down to Charleston, which is like, you know, the famous city in South Carolina that's where a lot of northerners go whether that's for spring break or for um you know holiday break or whatever or hilton head that's where a lot of people go is hilton head by charleston i think it is i must just be going crazy right now hilton head island and yeah, it is i'm pretty sure um at least close oh, oh, let's see here nope it's further south i was way the fuck off yep and buford south carolina Mount Pleasant, right by Charleston. So, yeah, so we went to Charleston. And, of course, South Carolina, not really known for rain in uh, the fall, and my brother could testify to that. Of course, the one day we decided to go, it's raining. Um, and a pretty town like Charleston doesn't look super nice in the rain. Um, so that wasn't uh, all that fun. But um, it was still just cool to be there and just see the city and, you know, some really cool stores there. Um, I swear to God, man, thrifting anywhere else but Chicago is, like, crazy, you know, like, shit you would find here for, like, I mean, you'd find, the stuff I bought on the trip would be, like, four or five times the price here, so I bought a few things on the vacation, uh, which I'll kind of get into, um, so on Tuesday, I kind of made my way up to this, like, vintage store outside of the city, um, and not outside of the city, but, like, down, outside of downtown, it's a couple blocks away, um, and it was nice and tucked away. There was really a, a good, good stop and I, I enjoyed it. You know, um, the owner was super nice. He complimented my shoes and we ended up talking for a little bit. Um, and he's like, Oh, I know Chicago. Like I know this place and that place. I'm like, yep, it's the place to go. Um, I was thinking he would slide me a little discount on some stuff, but he didn't, <laughs> um, curses. But, um, that was, that was really cool. You know, um, it was just a good, like I said, nice, nice little place. I bought this vintage 2001 LA Lakers Western Conference Champions hat. 
hat like that. I looked on eBay. It's going for like 40, 50 bucks. Probably here in Chicago, it'd be going for 30, 40, maybe at most 50 or more. So we'll see, but I was happy with that. Um, and yeah, Charleston was, it was a nice little place. We also went to Tacova's. I got myself an early Christmas present. I bought myself finally a pair of dress shoes. Uh, I, have, I have not been able to find myself a good pair and I finally did. So that's pretty damn cool if you ask me. Um, they just came in the mail on Sunday. So, and they uh, made it here. They look great. I just can't even talk today. I'm like exhausted. It's been a week and change and whatever. But the Tacova store was really cool. Great atmosphere, great customer service. They're really helpful. My, my family was like trying on boots for like, you know, two, not two hours, but you know, a while. And like, I, I knew what I wanted right when I went in there. I'm like, can I try these on? They're like, yep. I tried on maybe two or three pairs. I'm like, these are them. And they're like, okay. Um, but yeah, no, they're very nice shoes. I'm you know, thankful it was an early Christmas gift for my parents. So uh, thank you to them. Thankful for that. Um, then we went to like, we had like an early dinner drinks thing with like one of my dad's old work buddies. And then we went to this really, really good place for dinner. But apparently what had happened was, you know, while I, of course, was in the bathroom, I missed it. Um, there was an incident at our table. And, um, like, of course, it's all stuff always happens when I'm not there, you know? And it's it's funny, but it's also like, oh, man, like, I wish I was there to see it. Um, so, apparently, so, you know, they were clearing the table. And, of course, these, these forks and knives were fucking heavy as shit. Um... I put it on a plate, and, like, the server kind of mishandled it. It fell and chipped a glass. And we asked if they could clean it up. They could. Apparently, some dude from the bar came over and started accusing everyone at my table. Hey, you know, what'd you say to your server? You know, why did you do this? This happened. And we're like, that didn't happen. Um, owner came over. Our waiter was really sorry. So that was really chaotic. And I was just really trying to downplay it. I don't think my parents were pretty thankful of that. Um, they weren't, I mean, um, they were not thankful for that. I was like, man, like it happens, but at the same time, I'm not somebody who's really like into confrontation and stuff like that. Not like trying to like make a statement and neither were they really, but I'm just like, I don't like making a scene in public, talk about it privately, not going to make a big deal about it. But I guess my parents are a little different, uh, more on that later. So, uh, Wednesday was our drive back from Charleston. We went to some like crazy outlet mall so more on this so another crazy vintage pickup of course this place had like a you know vintage streetwear kind of store in the outlet mall i bought new with tags like a 2002 u.s world cup soccer shirt again that here new with tags probably 40 50 bucks so not a bad pickup and i'm really bad at judging vintage costs but i would say that would probably be what it would go for especially new with tags so that was pretty cool. I also got a pair of Nike Acronym Blazers, which are from like almost two years ago now, but they're sick. And I wanted a fun pair of shoes that's not like, it is like Nike, Adidas, New Balance, whatever, but like a fun pair of them. That's like a collab. They also have like the Sakai Blazers there, which might've been a little bit cooler, but I like the Blazers. They're comfortable. They look cool. Now <laughs> the only challenge is styling them. Um... So, yeah, and then we drove back, and that was pretty much that. Um, I also got a job, uh, speaking of which. Um, so I got a job working for A10 Talk. They're like a Twitter outlet. They've got like 16,000 followers. I'm now like Loyola's official beat reporter. I got hired there two Thursdays ago, so probably after I 
recorded the episode before I left, so I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I did, and my first live tweeting was that night. Um, we ended up getting our asses handed to us by Creighton, but it's cool to be in part of something new and a great thing to add to the resume as uh, job searches are uh, intensifying and, and things are getting crazier in my life. So, um, yeah, that was that. So Thanksgiving comes, um, and this year, because we're traveling and we're not going to cook a whole meal, there's a tiny kitchen in the, the place we're staying, so... My parents ended up doing Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving, and it's funny because, of course, again, I I like to reference my good friends over at the Good Enough Podcast. On this week's show, they were talking about Cracker Barrel could be the best 7.5 out of 10 meal of your life. That's 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 shout out Luke On Demand, my guy. Um, and I will say, Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving food is not terrible. You know, it's not terrible. Um, we got like, what do we get? We got turkey stuffing, which they call dressing and more on that in a few minutes. I just keep foreshadowing things to come and I will probably never expand on them, but this time I am. So stuffing, uh, we got mashed potatoes. I'm actually not a big mashed potatoes fan. I don't love like the buttery, creamy texture of them. I don't really think that's how potatoes are supposed to be eaten. Um, there was like a sweet potato pie, which ironically is mashed sweet potato but like it's sweet it's got like pecans in it and it tastes better than like mashed potatoes mashed potatoes just tastes like just ugh, no thanks um sweet potato pie we had rolls we had like three kinds of pie pumpkin pecan and we bought an apple pie um trying to cranberry sauce cranberry sauce is pretty good gravy was a white gravy um i think that was it and something else. I can't remember. And we did like broccoli or something. Oh, well. Okay. So the food was pretty good. But I think my problem was the, the discussion got a little too political. Part of that's my fault. I don't know. It's just interesting, you know, having these conversations with your, your parents and your, your brothers who are very much uh, different politically than, than you. And, um, you know, you kind of have these discussions. And you I think it kind of tells more about, you know, my family than like, you know, I, I feel like I've learned a lot more on my own power than, like, what they've taught me. And, you know, I, it's just interesting to kind of hear the, the takes they have on the world. Um, it's not it's not something I necessarily agree with. And it kind of makes you wonder, like, oh, you know, um, uh, it's, it's hard because, you know, you, you feel like you, you think, you know, these are loving people and they, they mean well. But, you know, when you hear stuff like this thing that they're saying and it's like, well, do they actually – Karen, you know, it's, it's, it's hard also because it's like, it's hard to connect with them. And it's like, you feel like you're getting ganged up on, you know, you don't really have a lot of support, you know, to people that are in your corner and you don't have um, a lot of that. And it's, it's even more telling, you know, when you talk with your, your family, you know, it's like the one people, the people you talk to maybe once a year, it's like everyone, they're always so excited to find out what my brothers are doing. And again, I think I probably talked about it really early on in the show. It was like, oh, you know, when you're 21, everybody cares what you're doing. But now it's just like, well, what are you doing? Oh, that's great. Uh, best luck to you. It's not like, so how are you enjoying school? You know, what are you going to do? It's just like, you know, and, and I think I've kind of learned and maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just interpreting it all wrong. But in my opinion, I, I just kind of have realized that not a lot of my family cares, but they don't care that much. You know, it's like I'm there, but like, I'm also like not, it's like my role has kind of been diminished to like nothing. Um, so I've kind of just come up with like very PR answers to answer people's questions. And, 
you know, give them an idea of, uh, you know, what they want to hear. And I think, I think that's kind of a, what I probably should do, at least for the next couple months that I'm home and seeing my family or the next few times I see them, um, is just to, you can't present the true version of yourself to, you know, your family or anybody. There's, there's the theory of the looking glass self. I really do believe in it. Um, you know, everybody has, there's different versions of yourself that you present to people or how they perceive you. So as long as you just give them the PR answers, the answers they want to hear, that's good. So, um, keys to life, keys to life with, with the Baz man here. Um, so yeah, Thanksgiving was kind of chaotic. Um, and then I flew back Friday night. Um, and since then really nothing's happened. It's just kind of been a, a reality check with, it's just like, I have a lot of work, but I also like don't, um, it's just more or less like giving myself the, the motivation to to do work and to finish that up and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's two weeks left, man. That's it. Um, but yeah, to finish out the show, we'll talk about Southern slang because, you know, after living in Texas for so long and you, you realize just how much Southern slang, you know, you've, you've really missed after, after being there. Um, so they don't call stuffing, they call it, they called it cornbread dressing, right? So that kind of just reminds me of, all the weird things, uh, you know, Texans and other Southerns say. Ten Texas words to sound like a local. Okay, this is from Asia, so that might not be, um, let's see. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Ten Texas slang words. So these are, let's see what they say. So, y'all, obviously y'all is a real big thing there. Um, fixin' to. This is a big one. You're fixing to do something. Um, I, I, th- I remember hearing that one a lot growing up. You're fixing to do it. You're fixing to get this done. It just means basically you're about to do something. That's true. Bless your heart. It's a big one. Oh, poor you. Bless your heart. Might could means maybe. Yep. All hat, no cattle. I never heard that one before. Uh, Dag gun it. Yep. Heard that one before. All get out. Never heard that one. Pitch a hissy fit. Hissy fit. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Come hell or high water. That's not really a Texas slang word though. Where's right quick? Uh, do they have a right quick? Right quick. Right quick. I think yeah. Texas culture 101 slang and phrases. Right quick. Yep. There it is. Ain't fixin' corn-fed. I probably heard corn-fed before. Uh, let's see. Uh, pitch a hissy fit. How about them cowboys? Yep, that's a real big one there. Um, right quick. A few pickles short of a barrel. Okay. Bless your heart. Yeah. Um, this could be a way of giving you something nice before hitting with a sly insult. Yep, that is very true. Um... Right quick, Mike could fix into put it up. Nope, don't put it away. Put it up. Um, that's a big one. Um, yeah, so Southern slang is definitely really uh, an interesting kind of kind of breed, and it's funny after living there for so long, you just never pick it up. It never becomes part of your lexicon. I never even got an accent, really. I think really the only thing that I'm showing is um, kind of a Midwestern one, but not really anything resembling. 
the South. So I think that's just pretty funny. Um, so yeah, that's about all I got for this week, guys. Um, definitely a little bit of a chaotic Thanksgiving, uh, but fun in parts. Uh, got some really cool fashion on Black Friday and some cool other purchases. I got to spend time with my family. Might not have been uh, all the greatest time in the world, but uh, you know, nonetheless, we had fun. We had a good time. And I'm thankful for them. Thankful for all you guys for listening to the show. I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. Um, and I would be really thankful if uh, you left feedback on the show, why this show has a 4.5 uh, based on 18 reviews is beyond me. Someone's got it out for me. So um, leave a review if you like the show. Uh, if you don't, tell me why. Or on this episode, they give you those auto-generated, what did you think of this episode prompt. So leave something there. I'd love to hear what you've got to say. Um, you can also email me, downbazpwrhr at gmail.com. Sponsors, send them in. I want to be sponsored. Um and yeah, that's that's really all I've got, guys. Uh, next week we've got a guest episode, and maybe depending on what my schedule's like, uh, the following week an episode might be out. But we'll see. I think December is going to be an interesting month in terms of like what I end up releasing. Um, but we'll see. Until next time, guys. Thanks a lot. Da da down, Baz. Power hour. <laughs>